the younger children who can't walk, still depending on their parents for one or two. The older generation, too old to work on their own and do certain things for themselves. The special needs children, children with autism and dyslexia, all these are under the category of dependent people in the society. And Nigeria is not left out. We have a lot of them, a whole number of them in Nigeria. This is State of the Culture brought to you by Izesan. I am Nefisat Ovnen Abdrahman, your host. And guys, today we'll be talking about the neglect of dependent people in Nigeria. With me today is a special person. You can see how beautiful she is. <laughs> it's the side smile for me, guys. <laughs> Her name is Indiana Vodangaru. She's a special needs education consultant. A therapist she also trains teachers you know for special needs students and what have you and before i forget guys she is the founder of indie educational consult hello hello nafisa <laughs> it's nice to have you here it's a pleasure and oh you look good by the way thank you so much <laughs> okay so i know we've a lot of people are oh dependent people dependent people dependent people who are dependent people? Okay, first of all, uh, my name is Indiana Vondangaru Anenga. Hmm. Let's keep the last one. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, so uh, dependent people are people who need substantial support hmm. from other people to be able to carry out with their normal lives. So, for example, we have a children. Who depend on their parents for food, shelter, education, and others. Mm -hmm. We also have some some children or persons with learning difficulties mm -hmm. who depend on some form of specialized education for them to be able to learn effectively. Mm -hmm. We also have some group of independent persons who are who are handicapped, like those on wheelchair, you know, yeah. that can't even... Cripple. Yeah, that cannot move until there's someone to support them. So we have we have different classes of uh, dependent persons. persons in the society. Hmm. Yeah. What tribe are you? Um, my tribe is Baju, and the language is Ju. Hmm. So yes. you're Ju from Baju, Baju yes. from Kaduna, Kaduna State. Yes. Oh, okay, so... My question here is, is there a term for dependent persons in Jew? Yeah, there is. There really? is. Yes, there so is. So what is it? Okay, so um, it's called Kokonak. Kokonak. Yes, Kokonak. If it's uh, singular, there's one person, mm. a dependent person, mm. Kokonak. Then for the, for the plural, plural. is... Uh, Nakonak. Nakonak. Yes. What what a different way of having yes. singular and plural. Yes, I need to get this straight. For you. <laughs> I need that's, to get this straight because I have you. some friends from Kaduna State mm -hmm. and I'm going to like Coconut. Yes, and Nakonak. And Nakonak. Yes. Wow, that's yes. it's it's an interesting language it I is, must confess. It is, it hmm? is. Hope you don't mind teaching me one or two. Why not? The little <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> No, you don't sound like somebody that knows just a little, I, I must know, confess. I know a little. Okay, so we come across these people 
everywhere, if yeah. not every day in our life, uh-huh. mm-hmm. from children to, to adults, adults to, old to old persons, to handicapped people yeah. in quotes and what have you. And before now, society had ways of treating these people. Society had a different attitude towards these people. It's either in the olden days, old people say it's um it's maybe as a result of an offense, mm, a family is gods. being punished, mm. and what have you. Some people look at it from all sorts of angles. In this 21st century, yeah. what would you say is society's attitudes towards dependent persons, from children to adults to handicapped? Okay, so from in this uh, 21st century, first of all, I'll talk about the, the school system. Mm. The school system as an entity. We see a lot of um, negative attitudes. Mm. Yes. So I'll give you an example. There was uh, this child I, 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 I was working with. She's now in the UK. Uh, she's on a wheelchair. Mm. And then uh, she has cerebral palsy. So she drools. Saliva always comes down and all that. So one other parent came and, and, and said to the director of the school that, no, she doesn't want her daughter to be in the same class with this person. You're kidding it, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so, the parents, I, I mean, in this 21st century. In this, in this Abuja. If parents went to school to to okay. tell to tell the director of the school that she doesn't want her child to be in the same class with, with this child on wheelchair. Hmm. So the the mother of the special needs child was really 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 upset. Upset, you know. She called me. In the end of what should I do? I said, "This is what you do." Uh, does the school has a parents platform? She said, "Yes." I said, okay, go to the school platform. I want you to educate the parents about cerebral palsy. Mm. Cerebral palsy is not an airborne disease, for God's sake. Mm. So, it, so your, it's not it's, contractible. It's, your, you know, so she had to, in fact, she went on to tell them how the daughter even got the cerebral palsy and all that, you know. So, so many people were like, oh, thank you for educating us and mm. all that. So I think negative attitudes will always spring up as a result of lack of in- information. information. Yes, you know. Lack of awareness. Exactly. Because some parents think that uh, because you are in the same class with the child, with a special needs child, their child can easily uh, contract this, you know. Mm. And then another aspect is uh, bullying. Mm. I'm talking about the school. Bullying, you know, we see a lot of uh, regular children bullying the special needs children mm. because the special needs will have different categories. There are some that can't even speak. Mm. You know, sure. they can't, they are, they, are, they are so dependent. In fact, they are just coming to school so they can learn that social integration, not necessarily because they, they are learning the academic aspect. aspect. Yes. So you see a lot of bullying from both the children and even the teachers, hmm. yes, because sometimes we we have to go and educate the regular teachers. Some of them don't even know what special needs is all about, hmm. you know. Sure. Which is which is which is why I I I I think that anybody going through the education training system in the university should have some form of electives on special education, sure, so that they can be able to have enough knowledge on how to handle these learners in their 
classrooms. Yes, classrooms. Then coming to the society at large, we see a lot of uh, segregation. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, when last did you go uh, to a birthday party and then you see a child in a wheelchair or something? I'm, I'm not really a party person. Yeah, but let's <laughs> say the few parties we see on, on, on the TV or something, yeah, you know, true. It's, it's hard. Hardly. It's, it's difficult. Hardly. So it's not as if this child does not have friends or classmates that, have, that are dependent. But because of how the society segregates them, we always tend to keep them away, away from, from the social. Yes, so that's um, that's one thing that the society is doing. Another thing is, um, uh, I think some of them experience some form of cyber bullying for the adults. Hmm. You know, when you post a picture. Is it that they start body shaming you? Yeah, and that, all that, that you know, a lot fair. of yes, a lot of, a lot of things go, goes in there, and it ends up affecting the 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 dependent person's um, psychology. You know, leading to le leading to mental health disorder and all that. Mm. You know? Yes. Then another aspect is um, uh, even in places of worship, you notice that uh, some places. Have a different place carved for 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 persons with uh, people on wheelchair or dependent person. It doesn't occur in all, but I've noticed a few, mm. you know. And then some of these places there are no ramps mm. for those that are on on wheelchair. Anyway, we'll we'll get know? to it. We'll get to the issue of accessibility. It's all right yeah, now. So. Um, you talk finding in the educational consult. How did you get here? Like, I'm curious, I want to know what motivated you? What was the inspiration behind the foundation? I want to know. Okay, so uh, I'm a graduate of special education. At uh, when I was in 200 level, mm. there's this course we, we did called practicum. So during the practicum, it's, um, we get exposed to special needs children. Mm. The school is owned by the university. Okay. So you are expected to do at least a three months training there. Wow. So while there, I interacted with a lot of children, different categories were joined together. Mental retardation, hearing impaired, deaf, those on wheelchair, a lot mm. were in one environment, you know. Mm. So I was assigned to work with one family. One family had two children with special needs. I was working with the two children, you know. So we are expected to work with them in the school and then at home. Mm. Yes. So each time. So I after go, school, after as school, you, you follow. Home. Yes, you follow the child to the child's house as you work for like one hour before wow. you close. Because the lot. SS, that's a lot. It is a lot, you know. But I, I, I'm glad. I'm mm. glad I did that. So the stress of going to the house, the father was a pastor. In fact, he kept telling me that he saw his children talk in, in, in his, his dream, dream and all that. Mm. So I kept asking myself, is this profession for me? You know, I went back. This was around 200 level. So I told my level coordinator, I said, I want a change of course. <laughs> because I wanted to study medicine. Oh, wow. Yes. She sat me down and counseled me. You know, 
So I had to rethink. Mm. That was the time I had that passion for children with special needs. So eventually, I proceeded and graduated with the course, you know. So when I graduated, I, I, I came to Abuja. I just, like, I was still schooling from Abuja, you know. I told you I've been in Abuja for, I think it should be about 18 years now. Mm. So I came to Abuja. I work with few schools, and I encountered children with special needs who were not given the proper the care. proper intervention. Hmm. Yes, the proper intervention. It was just the regular teaching, everything, uh, one for all. But for special needs, we don't do that, hmm. you know. Uh, there were no enough special needs teachers. I'm talking about 14 years ago. Hmm. Yes, I started my career quite early. There were no uh, teachers to even take care of these children. You know? So I said, okay. Before I can be able to give my own quarter, I think it's wise I work with few schools. Sure. So I work with few schools in Kubwa. I proceeded to tender years in town and Premier International School in Wusitu. Mm. So it was while I was there, uh, the, the, the directors couldn't really get the exact picture of how the intervention Would should be. be like, yes. But they were, the good thing is they are open that yes, these children need intervention. Mm. So how can we go about that? You know? So that's how we, we were able to set up programs. We did differentiation in the learning aspects and all that. So while working in the school, I felt I didn't have enough space to showcase what I have, mm. you know, because the school system has hierarchy for doing things and all that. Yeah. You know? So I had to break out. I registered my company. It wasn't easy, and then I resigned. I resigned to start up my own company. I started from freelancing. Mm. I was working more with people in Lagos and Port Harcourt, funny enough. But why? I don't know, maybe. I mean, you said it that <laughs> you had met a lot of these kids yes, in Abuja already. Yes, yes. So because I needed to build a, a, a bigger market. Hmm. Lagos has it. Lagos yes. is there already. Hmm. So I had more business in Lagos. They will pay my flight, accommodation, just come. Hmm. Because they feel I have the knowledge. I have hmm. what they need. So I was always going to Lagos, going to Lagos. Do you know that the contacts I still working with in Abuja got my contact from my partners in Lagos. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. And you are in Abuja. I am in Abuja <laughs> because you know how Abuja is. Sometimes you want to penetrate somewhere and you and you don't have the connection. Mm, yes, true, it's true, connection. True, true. You don't have the connection to get to that place. So those partners, my partners in Lagos, were actually the people who made me known in Abuja. Mm. You know, I think two thousand between two thousand and sixteen and two thousand eighteen was like the peak of my career because like every month I was on the radio or TV uh, creating awareness mm. on special needs. So that's 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 about it because I, I must say that's that's an interesting story. Thank you, thank it's you. not easy. You've you've done a lot. Thank you. Okay, um we have different types of neglect when yes. it comes to dependent persons. Yes. There are times where these persons are emotionally neglected. I particularly feel dependent persons are mostly emotionally neglected. Like, okay. I mean, it takes a lot, especially when you meet people that 
can't speak mm -hmm. or can't hear. Mm -hmm. These two people in particular, yeah. you don't even know how they feel. So sometimes it takes a lot to even go into them yeah, when well. it comes to emotions mm -hmm. so we have the emotional neglect we also have physical neglect which yes. is glaring yes. it's glaring yes. everybody can see that oh mm -hmm. this child is not well taken care, care of this um, handicapped person is not well taken care of mm -hmm. and what have you they are high, they are physically neglected as much as they are emotionally neglected yeah, yeah. are there other forms of neglect when it comes to dependent persons yeah we also have uh, uh, medical neglect mm. where 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 an independent person uh is being neglected on the aspect of health so for example uh, the in, uh, the the dependent person complains that they are not feeling fine and all that yeah and then the carer just neglects and leaves them at and home. leaves them at home mm. until that case becomes serious mm. in some cases it could even lead to death Whoa. yes that's when they will not start Rushing them yeah, to the hospital. Yes, yes. So there's also uh, medical neglect. neglect. Another aspect is um, educational neglect. True. So True. you know that uh, education is a fundamental tool. Yes, it is for every child. Mm. You know. So imagine where the child uh, is unable to go to school mm. because uh, the carer feels or thinks that they don't need the school. Mm. They don't need the education. True. You know, but. Looking at education, education cuts across the four walls of the classroom. Yes, it does. You know, like a few days ago, I was driving. I saw a girl of about seven years. She was helping the mom sell food. Mm -hmm. And then I, I asked myself, I said, is this Why child is not supposed not to be school? in school? Because I know that uh, uh, the government schools are free. Mm. Yes, the government but schools are, are free. are they entirely free? They, they, are, they are free. I think it's just the uniform... That the parent need to need to, to sew and to, all that. Well, I I don't know of now. Yeah. But I think in my junior class, mm. I attended I attended um, black and white school. Okay. I was I was the first set where they gave us that navy blue uniform. Wow, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> she can relate. <laughs> I was the first set where they gave us that navy blue uniform, mm. sky blue uniform. It okay. was my set they okay. brought that uniform. Okay. So. I think then we we were paying around nine hundred naira. I was okay. in just one. We paid mm. around nine hundred naira. Then you also need to get your books, textbooks, mm. and what have you, mm. and other smaller things. Mm. There are times you need to pay for one or two. I think enter house, but also, but I don't know if it's entirely free now. Mm. So I'm just saying, I okay. don't think okay. um, so, government so, is entirely so let's, free. Let's say it's not as expensive. As it is, as for, yes, mm -hmm. as other private schools, mm -hmm. that I think that uh, that parents should be able to take their children to, to school. school because um, look at look at the child who is out of school today. Mm. Uh, in the next twenty years, is this same class of people or persons that will be interacting with the ones that have been going with the ones that have gone to school even acquire university education True. you know so somehow uh their lack of education will still affect the society whether we like it or not yes whether we like it or not if we don't tackle it now it will it will definitely appear later so perhaps i think uh we should have uh uni uniforms should be given for free textbooks mm -hmm. should be given for free in the government school so that uh the regular 
parents will not complain of anything. anything. She will they know that her, her role is just to take the child and just enroll school. the child in school without... Um, so educational neglect is, 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 in fact, is one of the tools that we need for a better e economy. Mm. So as we a have country. the physical neglect, the emotional neglect, yeah. medical neglect, yeah. and educational neglect. Yeah. And there's something, there's something in that, uh, in that emotional neglect. You, mm. know. you know how emotions are. Yeah. So most times, uh, we feel that because they are dependent people, they shouldn't have emotions. Why shouldn't have they? You? No, you know, like they feel. Yeah. In, in cases that I've seen, mm. why why must you have this? Why must you have this? When you know that the child is within that age. Okay, for example, the teenage age group mm. is actually one that is very, very dangerous. True. Yes, because that age is that age is it comes with a lot of things. Yeah. So I think emotional neglect and education needs we need more, to pay more, uh, more attention. More attention. More, to. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I, I can relate to what you're saying. People, people feel because this category of persons are like dependent this. on them. Yes, they, they shouldn't, shouldn't have, have a say. Yes, they shouldn't feel certain way. Yes, they shouldn't feel offended. Yes. We need to understand that for a start, these people are human beings. Yeah. And whether we like it or not, everyone has emotions. Everyone is entitled to feel a certain way at a particular time. And look at these people. They can't just wake up and be happy. And because there's this thing of, I, as a human being, I personally hate to wait for people to do things for me. Mm -hmm. So I can understand if those people wake up one day and are, irritated you get i have to wait for you to do this i have to when i'm hungry i have to wait for you to bring the food, food. for people that are handicapped yeah. and you know because you're not the one who is hungry you want to take your time if care is not taken to prepare the meal Very so true. all those things and these people are human beings so having talked about types of neglect what are the factors in the society that precipitate like what are the factors that influences neglect? One of the factors are, I'll relate age to it, age of parents. Hmm. So let's look at um, the, 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 the very young parents hmm. who has not even finished taking care of themselves. themselves. That, one, that one is the, you know, a dependent yes. taking care of another <laughs> dependent. <laughs> you know, so I think age plays a vital role. Hmm. You know, yes, age plays a vital role in this because uh, some 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 category okay let me even shock you hmm. do you know that there are some parents that don't know that it is important to take their children to school even the primary education don't tell me please yes yes i'm from the north there was yeah, a time yeah, i was yeah. working with one ngo hmm. i saw hmm. a lot hmm. When we are interviewing them, lucky for me, I speak Hausa. Yeah. So I was even talking with them in Hausa. Hmm. This woman told me that she does not even know that it is the right of, the, of child the child to be enrolled in a school. You know. And then you gave birth to this child. Yes. You know. Yes. Whoa. Yes. So education still comes uh, to play. In the aspect of age, mm. some of them are just mothers. They do not know 
what they need to do to take care of their, of their children. children. Yes. Mm. Then there's another category uh, that um, these carefree parents, mm. you know, nonchalant, nonchalant. Yes, they feel that certain things are not important because maybe then too we are denied those rights. Mm. So they don't. They feel is not important mm. for them to also provide i, I know those child. types it's times that will be like after i didn't go to school Good. so why must you go to exactly school? exactly but are, are we not parents to give children to give our children the better life we didn't get are we not supposed to make our children better than what and who we are well i bet you your statement is because of your exposure whoa yes it is your exposure that made you understand that you should even give your child the best, hmm. like more than what, what you, you had, you know. Hmm. So a lot of okay, as someone was saying something about uh, one country that they don't go, is South Korea or, or which country they that don't, they, they don't, don't travel out? You know, there's this restriction in the country, no hmm. social media, nothing. Hmm. So <laughs> she was saying that it is because we have tested freedom. That is why we now understood that freedom is our right. Mm. So those people that have not tested it, they are very okay and comfortable in that. It's cycle. true. It's true. You, you know? only you yes. only miss what you you had before. Exactly. So where they are, they don't know that education is very important. They don't mm. know that understanding the psychology of the child is very important. important. They feel they can just do anything because that was how they were also brought up. Hmm. Yes, and then another aspect of uh, what can trigger that. Okay, let's look at um, let's look at poverty. Hmm. Truly, some cannot afford. True, true. Some cannot afford because so, a lot of people are below poverty line yes, in Nigeria. True. Some people can hardly even afford a square meal. Yeah, yeah. Talk more of clothing, even 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 housing. one meal per day they can't. Hmm. Yes, so poverty plays another role, uh, another role in in that hmm. yeah okay earlier on when you were talking about um how the society the society's attitudes towards dependent person especially specifically in nigeria you made mention of accessibility yeah sometimes you go to a certain place and you don't find rams for people now how would you describe the level of accessibility of facilities to dependent persons in simple terms, do you think they have equal access to facilities in Nigeria the way they we don't. do? That was a straight answer. Yes, it is because everywhere I go to, mm. I I check, I see, I observe. Mm. You understand? Mm. So first, of course, is the RAM. Mm. I would say is only most of the government hospitals have RAMs. I think that is the only place I've seen more of rams, and then Shoprite. Yeah. So you no, see, Shop Shoprite yes. is, is. So when you get to Shoprite, you even see the the parking slot allocated for someone on wheelchair. Hmm, true. You know. True. And then the so-called normal person will still go we'll and still park go and there. Park there. Do you understand? That's so true. That yes. I've experienced yes. it. Yes. So true. So uh, we 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 as a society have not even understood. What that sign is for, is for 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 we to be taking that space, you know? Mm. Yeah. So I think, um, um, what's it called now? The architects, you mm. know, they they need to pay more attention 
when bringing up structures. But do you think it's all about the architects? Well, when you come to me, when mm, you come to me mm, as a business person or an entrepreneur mm -hmm. that you want to build something, mm -hmm. I think I stand a better chance of advising you how best do. the structure should be. True. And because you come to me, there's a high tendency that you're going to agree to, to, to my suggestions, you know? So that's why I'm calling on the architect because they are the ones that give these structural designs to persons. So what, what, what do they do in cases where their advices are not being taken? Okay, well, then I'll go back to Nigeria as a country. Maybe we need to enforce a law hmm. that every building must have a ramp. Hmm. If truly you want to make your building inclusive, hmm. inclusive in such a way that it can be uh, uh, accessible to all categories of, of people, of people mm -hmm. in the country. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I think we need to have a law. And that includes over. banks. Every, everywhere. Banks. Everywhere. Even some private hospitals. Yes. In fact, yes. permit me to say. Even some houses. Some houses. A lot of you know, houses. So a lot of houses. The, the, the person, the, the, the estate surveyor mm. is not just building houses for normal people, hmm. so-called normal people, because there's actually nothing like that. You so know. nobody's normal, Nobody actually. is normal. We always have... <laughs> <laughs> we always have one problem yes, or the other. Yes, so, so while building houses, mm -hmm. they should consider such, you know, because there are, there, are, there are some persons on wheelchair that can drive. Mm, true. You know. Yeah. So we should be able to make the road in such a way that while in the car they don't need to struggle with the driving yeah, and the all wheels. that yes you know mm. so there's a lot we can do we know what to do mm. it's just for us to to agree that we want to do it <laughs> it's just for us to accept that this that, is our yes, duty exactly okay exactly. we've talked about forms of neglect yeah. types of neglect mm. and um causes of neglect yeah but how do we recognize a dependent person that is suffering neglect? Like, how do we know this person is being neglected? Because I, I, I particularly feel that the first step, if we actually want to help, we need to be able to recognize these people. Oh, okay. I, this person is suffering from neglect. Before we now go ahead to think of how do we come in as a society? How do we help this person? What are we supposed to do? How do we provide care and um yeah how to provide care for these people so how do we recognize people what are the signs of neglect independent persons okay so um we can we can identify some physically you mm. when you see them yeah the clothing be, yeah, how they're looking yes, yes you can be able to identify that this person is being neglected. Hmm. Another one is um, uh, this one entails close interaction with the person. Okay. The the emotions. Hmm. You should be able to know to identify some of them that may be going through some form of depression hmm. because negligence can actually lead to depression. depression. It lead to a whole lot of True. things that can take. The person into that um, that depressive state. Then uh, another aspect is uh, in terms of the school. Mm -hmm. uh, for those of them with learning disabilities, you could see that they are not 
that you could see that they are performing below average. Mm. So you can be able to step in and then conduct an assessment, a further assessment on the to child. See, yes, to see if the child's uh, uh, challenge is not as a result of bad teaching. Mm. Because there are actually some that are not learning because the teacher is not teaching well. well. Yes. So that assessment is going to um, tell you the root what cause the problem of, is yes, actually. Yes. Okay. We've, we've, we've focused more on children since we started our discussion. Yeah. But at the beginning of the show, we, we made mention that there are also old people yes. who are dependent. In fact, all old people are dependent because some of them are health issues, physical issues, and what have you. 60, 65, 70, whether we like it or not, they are gradually becoming dependent. And then we have some who, in the space of this age, within this age range, they begin to lose their memories and what have you. Do we have enough care homes for these people in Nigeria? Well, in my in my recent research, we we don't have much hmm. to even start with. We have not accepted that we need care homes. I agree with you. Because <laughs> in Nigeria, uh, once you work and you retire, you retire back to the village. Hmm. So a lot of things happen in the village, you sure. know. And then sometimes, I think some some old people die early because of some kind of um, um, neglect. Yeah, they they face in the village, you know. Because imagine life in the city. Neglect there's and electricity, There is this yes. one. Yeah, so they are being neglected and very rejected. True, very so true. when you come, when when they go back, when they retire and go back to the village. The village people have this ideology. She, he's from the city. She's yes, from the city, yes. so she should be okay. Yes, they don't. They don't care how you are and living. And sometimes they may not even understand how to relate with, with you, you because you have lived all your life in, in the, the city. city. You know? In the city, so yes. it's also advisable that once in a while you go back to your roots, just in case things like this come up. Very true. So, um, still talking about special needs and dependent person. You teach um, children with autism spectrum disorder. Mm. Have, it, have you ever felt like teaching them with indigenous languages would help fasten their level of understanding? Do you think, have you ever thought of it? Has it ever come across your mind that oh, maybe, are there, are there chances that teaching children in their indigenous languages would help fasten their understanding of particular subjects or what have you. I mean, most times these children are familiar to those languages in their homes. Okay. When it comes to special needs children, mm. most of the special needs conditions are neurological in nature, mm. which means it has to do with the poor development of the of brain. The brain. So most in most cases, it is that part of the brain that is responsible for for word formation, interpretation of language, and all that that is being affected. Mm. So having said that, you realize that it's a bit difficult mm. to teach them in their indigenous language. Mm. In fact, these are persons who 
they are just living in the house. Mm. They do not form relationships with others, with the siblings. You know, they don't even call mom. They don't know that this is mom. You know, if you know mother and child love and, yeah. and bond, it's not there with most of these children, you mm. know. So actually, it's very difficult. difficult for them because we are we are working on them to even learn how to speak English language. Mm. Is it their language that they will mm. be able to comprehend, you know? Then, um, okay, I remember I was doing speech therapy to one child that was diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. When they came to me, the child was not talking. Mm. But I worked with the child for about six months, and then the child started talking. Mm. Do you know that? There was this day the child came to school, and he was telling me a carol. Mm. Yes, he was telling me a carol. So I was like, ah, <laughs> who is teaching you a carol? I called the mom. I said, Miss Indiana, my husband said that the other children grew up without learning Yoruba, that uh, we should start teaching Yoruba since he started talking. Do you know that at that particular month, he had lost the other languages that he has learned? So he only understood Yoruba at that moment. He was just, even the Yoruba, he was just seeing a carol. So there's no understanding. Mm. You understand? I would tell him, do this, do this, he would tell me a carol. So it's not as if it was when he came to school and then he greeted me a carol. Then I understand that it is actually him greeting me. So the action and the word do not correspond. Do not correspond. You know. So I had to tell the mom. I said, please keep your robot aside. Let him master the act of language mm. because language is two ways: receptive and expressive. Mm. You know. So let him understand both. Before you go into teaching him Yoruba. Hmm. So in most cases, it's difficult. So what about children with dyslexia? Now, uh, we have different different categories of uh, dyslexia. dyslexia. There are some children with dyslexia that are very expressive. Hmm. Those ones will do excellently during debates, hmm. you know. But when it comes to writing, writing and reading. yes, they find it difficult to put down already learned tax into writing, writing you know, mm. because that part of the brain that is responsible for word formation. You know, as we are writing, is the brain that is controlling. True. Yes. So, um, and also you see some writing the letters uh, the, other way, the other way around. That's because that's how the brain is interpreting. It is however the brain gives them. That they, that they give you, yeah. you understand. Mm. So for them, we have a specialized instruction for them. Mm. Yes, especially dyslexia. Mm. So you see a, another form of dyslexia. When you read to them, they understand very well. They understand, and then uh, they understand now, right? When you ask them to write, they write. Mm. By tomorrow. They forget everything. Everything. Like, like everything. <laughs> everything. Oh, goodness. Everything. Where are you going to start from? <laughs> so you have to start again. Whoa. Yes, you have to start again. So working with children with learning disability is not easy. At all. It's not easy. Mm. But it's our field we are trained, mm. you know. So we have special method. That is why most times 
we have to pull them from the class mm. for a one-on-one -on -one intervention mm. because it's, it's, it's an intervention that when it's being given in the, in the general class, other children may distract the child. Mm. In fact, other children may ask you, why are they not being given the same, the same attention? Yes. True. You know, children are very sensitive. Not just all. children. Human Even beings in general. Are, you know. <laughs> Human so, beings in general. You so, begin to feel like, is he the only one? Is exactly. it the, why is it, what's making him special? And what In fact, sometimes we have, to, we have to educate the neurotypical children. The neurotypical are those ones without any Issues. special needs. Yes. Yeah. We have to educate them to understand the needs of the dependent of years and why we are doing what we are doing mm. so that they won't go home and tell their parents that uh, teacher a is giving special attention to, to this, this person, person. Yes. okay i understand now that it's difficult to even consider teaching dependent um, special needs children now yeah. because they're yeah. a particular category group, under yes, dependent yes. persons it's difficult to even think of teaching them in our indigenous languages yeah. what about other people with this um disorder of hearing mm. or speaking mm. and what have you i know some of these people are being taught sign languages yes are there ways to incorporate indigenous languages okay. i'm asking because i feel it should be easier okay for them because of the society of okay. the environment i don't know you're you're the okay. you're the specialist here. okay so let me give you let me give you a typical nigerian scenario mm. I am from Kaduna, mm -hmm. and in Kaduna, I know we have more than 20 languages. Languages, yeah. Yes. So let's say my own language is just Jew, and then the child I encounter in the classroom that I'm working with is Igbo. Mm. So if I want to inculcate the child's indigenous language, which is Igbo, mm into the sign language, mm. it means that I have to understand Igbo mm. before I can be able to, to do that. To do that. You understand? And then the sign language we use, which is the American sign language, mm. is being given to us in English language. In the mm. university, it was taught in English language. Mm. Yes. So um, how do we go about designing that? It's going to be another research that I'll be so interested mm -hmm. to participate in, you know, because you have to understand most of the Nigerian languages, languages. so that you can be able to teach. teach the child in that sign language. Mm. You know? Then for children with um, hearing impairments, mm. some of them use hearing aid. Mm. That's the ones that the cochlea is not so bad. Yes, maybe it's just the outer air that is Bad. bad so they get a hearing aid so with the with that hearing aid they're able to hear what we say so and what respond. we train them no now the response comes in odd in uh, in inappropriate tone of voice hmm. yes because you know they cannot hear themselves very well yeah but they can easily hear what, what you, you are, are saying, saying. Then we now we, we we start to give them speech therapy intervention mm. in such a way that what they see is within the normal Voice human hearing tone. and all that, yes. Mm. So and then as time goes on, they get to master when they are adults. So you could even see them function as if there's no issue. Because the hearing aid is just like earpiece, you know, they can just put it on and you will not do their normal thing. Mm. So how I know when I see uh, adults with hearing aid is 
some of them, there's that temptation of tilting towards the better ear. Mm. So there's always one ear that hears yes, more, yes, than, the more other. than the other. Yeah, so you see them tilting towards that direction. Then I know it's not it's not a pieces. We've talked about the issues, society, mm -hmm. these people, the, the type of neglect they go through and what causes them. What are the effects of even neglecting these people on okay. the society? Okay. I know we it has okay, let's start from what are the effects on them as dependent persons? Okay, so um one of them is uh, you see brain degradation. Mm. So brain degradation in the in the sense that let's say five years ago you interacted with this person, mm. he's very intelligent and all that. Yeah. All of a sudden, because of the negligence that he has, you will see that the the dependent person has 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 lost those skills. Mm. Yes, he has lost those skills. Mm. You know, mm. so. Then um, developmental delay. True. You agree with me that uh, development is both in size and then in um, what was the other one? Psychological. Now? Yes, you know. So you see that they are just there, but they are not improving. They are not growing. They are not growing. They are not growing mentally mm. because they have been in a place of isolation. You know. For a long yes, time. for a long time. So that is uh, those. Another one is uh, you you get to see some of them might develop um multiple personality disorder. Mm. So because they know that whenever I am here, I'm being neglected. So I have a particular way that I behave when I'm here. Yeah. When I go there, because I'm being accepted in that in the other society, I have a particular way that I behave, you know. Mm. And this is not good for the for the, for the dependent person. Yeah, it's and not good the for society. the person. Even the society, because it means that when you are talking about this person, they say, oh, are you sure it's the same person exactly. that I know? You know, things like that. Yes. I'm sure you might have heard things, things like, that. like that. Are you sure, sure it's this person I know that you're talking about? I can't like believe this? he did that. Yeah. He can't do that. I exactly. don't believe him. Exactly. Then another aspect is um, a lot of people shy away from this, mm -hmm. but they can they can be suicidal mm. yes because a because lot they, at have the end gone, of the day they will lose self-worth yes a lot a lot have gone into their emotions you have allowed them to to start analyzing things that are not visible or things that are not right in their head mm. and then the head now has now been conditioned to start thinking in a particular way that suicidal thoughts can come in mm. you know another one is um uh, dependent persons tend to have low self-esteem when being neglected. Yeah. You know, they feel, okay, you have, since you have put them in a place of, like, maybe, let me say, no importance, mm. they feel that they don't have anything tangible to contribute, so to, contribute to, the society. to the society. Yes. Then, isolation on its own. Because you have isolated them, or because you have neglected them, they can decide to go on self-isolation. Hmm. This one now Be is on being caused because of that negligence. You know. And then from that isolation, before you know it, 
mental health issues start coming. And that's when depression thoughts come Yes, in. everything comes because in. Because their, their brain is not being, is not busy. Exactly. No people around to, to interact with. with, interact yes. with. Yes. So all sorts of imagination, yes. wild imagination. Yes. In fact, are in fact, through. in fact, negligence makes a dependent person to be a host of so many psychological disorders. Hmm. Yes, I think that's that's the umbrella term of everything. Of everything, it makes them susceptible to psychological disorders. So, do you, do you think? Obviously, it has an effect on the society because we are carrying all these things, yes. and whether we like it or not, whatever affects these people affects us because yes. they are a part of the population. Mm -hmm. And we're not talking about one person; we're not talking about two persons. We're not talking... We have a number of them a out there. A lot. It's it's one out of ten houses has a dependent person. Yeah. In fact. In every household, it's either there's an old person mm -hmm. or there's a little yeah, child. Yeah. And mind you, a dependent person is not just somebody that need, that has special needs. No, 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 no. Yeah. A dependent person is your two-year-old yeah, child, yeah. your five-year-old child, your child who is still growing up, and what have you. So, what is the effect now? What are the effects of neglecting these people in the society? We 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 end up having more dysfunctional adults hmm. you know because if if the if, if that two-year-old three-year-old is being neglected and the system continues like, like that, that the child goes to become a dysfunctional adult hmm. you know and then he marries hmm. and has a dysfunctional home and has a dysfunctional home hmm. and has a wife that anything can lead to to arguments to arguments and then domestic violence it's mm. a circle yes it is it is a circle because anything that is not being taken care of when when the dependent person is a is a baby mm. it means that the dependent person has a tendency of going with it it is only a few that when they get to a particular stage in their lives, because of exposure, exposure. because of the love they receive from people oh, or mm. friends, they tend to outgrow such feelings. feelings. But most times, it's always there. Mm. It's always there. It's not easy. It's not easy. A, a, a father, a father refusing to pay the school fees of his child, child just because he's out of the marriage mm. is a negligence mm. you know it is, it is on that part of the child because maybe the woman doesn't, doesn't have, have anything yeah to do you know so it's i think when we when we study this in detail you see that almost everyone is guilty yes yes almost everyone is guilty i was there's another one you know um com when it comes to communication mm. In the African culture, we I feel we don't have we don't have a good rapport with our children. True, because of father, you know when when that I'm, enters, I'm everybody your, I'm your dad, you can't talk to me like that. Yeah. Oh, this is daddy's chair. Yeah. This is this. Yeah. This is that. So I think we need to bring that. We, 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 we need to break that jinx. Yes, it's not about being disrespectful. No, mm. but as a as a carer. Or as someone that has a dependent person at home, mm. I think you need to adjust your lifestyle to accommodate everyone. Mm -hmm. I know we may have a lot of parents who are very busy, but it's important you spend time with your, with child. your child. Have a toddler, 
She's just eight months old. Mm. You see, I, I needed to come before the you, show started. You understand? Because I have to make sure that everything... She's okay. She's comfortable. Yes. Mm. Mm. So you've, everyone you've is said a lot and I've also learned. I've learned a lot too. I'm glad. <laughs> so let's let's round this up. How do you think society can improve when it comes to dependent persons? I know for one, you're going to say we need to create facilities. We need to include them whenever we are designing facilities because, I mean, they are part of the society. We can't keep neglecting them. And then some medical centers too need to have, um, put them into consideration. You go to some medical centers and they don't have these. They don't have that. Sometimes you need to go to a different state entirely mm. to take care of your dependent person, your special needs child and what have you. And even the schools, some schools don't have the expertise yeah. to teach the children. They don't have the facilities to aid teaching and what have you. So how can we improve? As a society, when it comes to dependent persons, how do we incorporate them into our daily life? I will start with the school because I'm in the education sector. Mm. So I will say this. As a school owner, if you know you do not have the facilities to take care of this special needs child, mm. don't even admit them at first. Mm. Yes, because in the Nigerian constitution, uh, they say education is for all. Mm. There's there's no any other clause outside that. Yeah. Education is for all. You have understood this and you have decided to open a school of learning, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So if you know that you do not have the facility of um of of uh, taking care of, taking care of, of a child of with special, special needs, don't admit. Mm. If you admit, make sure you seek for where to get special needs teachers that will give the child these interventions. Mm. Because some of the school, the child is just paying school fees. He's, he's just an attendant of the class. That is all. That's he's just a participant rather of the class. That's all. His needs are not being met, you know. That's one. Then, um, calling on, uh, calling on those who are comfortable, you know, those that can help. Mm. I think they should help. Look, look around you, your society. That woman by your street that is selling akara that the children don't go to school. Mm. I think you can do something. You can come in. Dependent persons must not necessarily be related to us. Mm. You know, people who have enough can assist. Mm. I know some NGOs that we are doing um, some. They were creating awareness. With 5,000 naira, you can train a child in a public school and all that, you know. Mm. And when I saw it, I was so impressed. I, I, I was like, okay, I'm interested, you know. Mm. And then, so aside training the child, they, they also put you in a place of mentorship. Mm. You can actually mentor the child so that the child doesn't have the feeling that after school, I'll go back to start selling Akara like the mother mm. and all that, you know. So uh, people who can... Please, this should this should help, you mm. know. Yes, and then to in the in the aspect of uh, socialization, I think the the society need to do more. Yeah. So, for example, let's say uh, a person on a wheelchair mm. can she swim comfortably? Mm. You know, I think we should have such accommodation 
that people uh, that dependent persons can also enjoy their leisure time you know mm. so how do we do that i think every organization should have one or two special needs uh, teachers, teachers that can be able to take through with all these things you know because they can't do everything yeah some may can't. try to do everything yeah. but it's not it's not your area you know it's not your aspect mm -hmm. it's not as if you receive any training except you receive any training there you can be able so handle to give, most of to it. give some form of uh, remedial before the main or before the specialist mm -hmm. comes you know and all that and then to the government i know recently <coughs> excuse me the disability act was approved yeah so i believe and hope that uh, uh, the With the time. content of those are going to be integrated into the society mm. you know yes thank you so much for coming in guys i'm sure you've learned a lot i have i've learned a lot i've learned a lot of differences what some of the issues are are not even these are issues we see but we cannot even we don't even know that this is what this issue is telling us this is what the issue is and what have you so you said you're you're jew by tribe yes so you're going to tell the audience something in your tribe oh my god ah, i know <laughs> okay i will say why that's thank you okay yes why yes thank you dependent person don't tell me i forgot it okay yeah, i said uh nakona and coconut uh -huh. coconut is for singular yes and, and nakona is for plural. plural yes thank you so much for You're coming welcome. like really i enjoyed my time with You're you welcome. and i'm sure everyone out there did guys please please if you know any dependent person you mustn't give them all you can start by just smiling at them that's where it all begins from. Give them a smile. Show them you're there. Be emotionally available for these people. We're all going through a lot, I know. As individuals, as a community, as a country, we are all going through a lot. Imagine what these people are going through. From me, Nefisat Ognena Abdurrahman. I hope to see you some other time, Indiana. Sure. <laughs> I'm always available. All right, guys. Make sure you like, comment, and share our videos. Also, click the follow button. Bye. See you in the next episode.